Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And this week we are actually looking forward to everything that is coming out in the near future for Marvel. It's pretty mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. Um, we're recording this on August 26th, so D23 just finished. Uh, Comic-Con was last month, and we just wanted to talk about what's upcoming in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we'll be covering in, like, the next 8 to 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's, it's just kind of one of those things, like, we're in this, like, good spot with all of the new stuff that's already come out with... Uh, the MCU Endgame has come out a few months ago. Spider-Man Far From Home is the most recent movie and everything pretty much after today is is all phase four. So um, it's just kind of one of those times where we figured, hey, why not? Let's do the complete opposite of what we normally do with our show and uh, forward wind, fast forward. We need a good phrase for this. Forward wind. I think that's that's what they used to have on VCRs, right? Forward wind. I, I don't know if that's a technical term, but I mean, sure. Why not? <laughs> it's been a long time since I've used one. <laughs> All right. So, Al, this was your idea. How do we want to do this? Uh, you have some, We have some topics, and then we've got a list of upcoming projects. How do we want to go through this? <laughs> Something we should probably oh, discuss I, off air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, I, I told you before we started this, this was just a half-baked idea. I said, hey, we should probably do this. And here we are. All right. Um, yeah, let's let's just go down through the topics because we kind of have a, a little outline and we'll just we'll just work our way through it. Uh, so the very first thing kind of to be honest, the, the main reason I want to do this is because I kind of wanted to just talk to you about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so, oh, and actually, before we, we um, go on with this episode, I just kind of want to say that uh, we're going to give full spoilers of just about anything. So we're not going to hold back. That includes the TV shows and the movies. So normally when we do a special or anything, we uh, don't give spoilers for the TV shows. In this case, we are going to do that. So if you have not watched everything, especially the most recent season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because we're talking about that first, uh, just know that maybe you want to fast forward or um, go watch that and then come back to this. So anyway, go watch six seasons of TV and then come back to us. Hey, five of those are really good. I'm just, just saying. Yeah, I mean, which one is not really good? <laughs> Season one. I I mean, it, it ends has good parts. Hmm. I I thoroughly enjoyed the first half of Age of Shield because I know the rest is so awesome. I can enjoy those, but like you know, going through them the first time, it was a little bit of a slog. <laughs> it it was yeah. yeah, but I do like and... I do like. And all those. <laughs> and listeners, if you haven't heard but would like to hear our thoughts on each of those individual episodes, thankfully you can just, you know, use whatever podcasting app you use and, and download those yep. or stream them or whatever it is you do. I don't I don't know. Do most people download or stream? Because I always download. I always stream. Oh, so we're split 50 50. All right. I'm sure that's a perfect example of the real world too. everyone yep. else. I think it might really depend on your data plan. I'm unlimited, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Same here. I'm just so used to like being in a spot where it's like I want to listen to a specific thing, and then all of a sudden I can't. So I probably I just like leave it on download. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Al, do you ever listen to a podcast and then the t- the hosts go on a tangent, and you just really want them to get to the point of the podcast? 
No. Um, to be fair, it's because in those podcasts, when I'm listening to those, if the hosts, you know, do that and it annoys me, I just stop listening to the show. Yeah. Well, no, it's because most of my podcast listening is I listen to it for about half an hour while I'm trying to fall asleep because my my commute is 10 minutes away. I don't get a lot of podcasting on that. But like I'll set a 30 minute timer when I'm going to sleep and just listen to it as I'm falling asleep. And then I get annoyed because like my timer is going to run out before you talk about whatever we're talking about. But anyway, to the MCU. Did you see that Star Wars um trailer? That was awesome. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Evil Ray. Probably in a vision, but yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's still a kick-ass lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. They use that. Uh, people are complaining about that lightsaber. And I'm like, they someone had that lightsaber in the Clone Wars cartoon. That style. The flippy lightsaber. So I'm like, it's canon, it's- damn it. <laughs> Is that what they were complaining about? That someone else has already had it? Or they're no, just saying, that, oh, no. That looks stupid. New. That looks no. stupid. You know, the the complaints that all Star or stupid Star Wars fans have. It's new. It's different. I hate it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's talk about things that people don't hate quite so much. Things that have been around for a while. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And let's complain about it. Uh, uh, yeah. Huh? yeah, I'll see how much I complain. Well, we'll see. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, season six, Agents of Shield, super deviated from everything else within the MCU, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and it's it's been doing that for the most part. It's kind of always been on its own. Pretty much all the TV shows, like everything in on the Netflix shows, uh, even the uh, even the Hulu ones, uh, Cloak and Dagger, and um, sorry, not Cloak and Dagger. That's not a Hulu one, but you you know that that one also. Uh, Runaways. Runaways. So they've all kind of done their own thing, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of feels like it really did its own thing when, at the beginning of the season, it didn't do a five-year for, uh, flash forward with the endgame to kind of keep up with that. So now it's four years behind the current MCU, I guess that's how that works. So Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's now 88 years behind the current MCU. So... <laughs> And there's that. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> so what do you think of that, Tony? What do you think of the, the time travel, the way that the season ended and setting up for next season and all that stuff? I mean, the time frame is really strange that they go back to 1931. I mean, like, what significant happened in the MCU in 1931? I can't think of anything, honestly. Because, like... I... Oh, like the beginning of the MCU timeline, as of as we know it now, like the major one is 1940s World War Two. But what were you gonna say? Well, so I was gonna say, like, I don't even know if that matters, right? Is this just them saying that now they have time travel, and that's it? Like, maybe next season starts, and then they go to the future or go somewhere else in time. And um, the the reason I say this is because. You know, Simmons showed up and she kind of had a couple of lines of things like saying she can't know where uh, where Fitz is and she can never know all this stuff. And, you know, we're going to get a bunch of answers to that later on. But it did, I, I, I don't know. Did you see the trailer that came from D23? There's a new season seven trailer. Oh, no, I did not. I feel like I, we should pause this recording. Just I, go on. Yeah. You know what? 
honestly, keep recording, watch the thing, and you can just edit out this whole section instead of trying to stitch together two. All right, perfect. We'll do that, and I'll watch it now. So, uh, seriously, where do I find that? Do I just search D23? Yeah, D23 Shield. It's probably It'll probably pop up. Okay. All right, two days ago. This is probably it. I'll rewatch okay. it since you're doing this anyway. <laughs> well, if you find it before me, send me the link. I'm still working on this. And we're back. So, I. I uh, all right. I hate watching trailers of things that I super want to go see because now I'm I'm angry that I really want to go see it. And Tony, you heard me cursing immediately as soon as I saw that it's summer of next mm-hmm. year. I was expecting something sooner because they've already wrapped up filming and everything. But yeah, uh, I mean, Shield has a lot of special effects. That's that's true. Yeah, I mean, even the trailer had a good number of those too. So mm-hmm. yeah, but to answer your question about does it matter? It looks like it's firmly set, at least partially, in the 30s. Especially yeah. with the Chromicons talking to the used guys. <laughs> well, I I was kind of wondering if that was only one episode. Because, I mean, as soon as we see if, like a bunch of other scenes, there are other times in the throughout time, I guess. Like, I, I kind of wonder if this is a, basically a time heist season. Hey, it could be. I mean, they do do this thing. The producers will say they keep with themes of the MCU, even though they're not really MCU connected anymore. Like when they went through Ghost Rider around the same time Doctor Strange came out. Yeah, that's true. They, they've been pretty good about keeping up with that or keeping mm-hmm. together. So, all right. So, Tony, um, what do you think about how this show is? So that I really... Uh, worded that badly so all right in the past you've said that you don't think that agents of shield is in the same timeline or same dimension basically as the rest of the mcu Um, i think you've said that it was back in season five when they basically went to the future and then went back in time and all that is kind of when they went off and did their own thing pretty much as far as now they're in their own timeline so what do you think now are you still thinking that or something similar well i'm i think that they they are in season five season six and so far has been in an alternate timeline and i think it would be very fitting for the show that when they try and travel back to the future for lack of a better phrase um (laughs) they end up in no no tony you can admit it you wanted to use that phrase (laughs) okay fine (laughs) you know they're going to use that phrase in the show they're very pop culture savvy (laughs) that's true true when when they go back to the future i feel like they're going to catch up to 2023 in and change things or through time travel shenanigans to get to the appropriate mcu timeline for like the last episode and then hey we're all connected again and agents of shield has always been part of the show they were just in an alternate dimension a la loki we'll talk about loki hulu plus show or whatever they were just like now we're part of everybody, and Fitz and Simmons might show up in another show, please, God. Oh, which would be awesome. So, <laughs> I'm hoping Quake. Quake in the comics is good friends with, um, like, a mentor to uh, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, who also has a Marvel show coming out. 
Yeah, I mean, so many characters from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. can easily just start showing up in other things. At a minimum, other TV shows. Maybe the movies. That would be great. All Even better, the movies. Robo um, Coulson. Yeah. What do you think of Robo Coulson? <laughs> I, I feel like it's... I, I mean, there, you know, you've got both sides, right? You've got the, yes, it's great. He's a beloved character for a reason. I love that the actor is back and we're basically going to get normal Coulson type of stuff. I'm sure maybe robot stuff, robot shenanigans are going to happen. But at the same time, it does kind of ruin his death. Well, I mean, the show ruins his Avengers death. So, I mean, I don't know how, how you can, anyone can stand on that hill. (laughs) When the whole point of that hill is based on the shattered realities of Avengers. I don't know how to phrase it. <laughs> That's so, so what you're saying is basically, or well, I guess what I'm saying is this isn't Coulson, right? I mean, the entire like season six, they were debating if that other person was Coulson or not. And then I mean, we see at the end, definitely them. yeah, exactly. Right. But like, you know, robot Coulson still not Coulson. Yeah. Hey, can I just complain about something that we won't get to in a, for a few years? Yeah. I'm a little annoyed that they didn't explain the Shrike or how why the Chromicrons are connected. May, the Chromicron thing might get explained in Season 7, but he just appeared in Season 5, and I've always been annoyed by this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I... Okay, I'm fine sometimes with a lack of an explanation mm-hmm. because, I mean, this is a giant universe and they have a bunch of stuff. And they're basically just said, yeah, aliens just kind of showed up and that's it. I mean, season five, it made sense that he was just kind of around and just happened to notice uh, this kid with powers to see the future and learned that uh, something bad's going to happen in the future. And his job is to prevent that. So he did that thing. And I, I I felt that it made enough sense for that. Like he's been on Earth for a super long time. All right, maybe you're oh, just hey. more forgiving than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, maybe. Hey, uh, how long has he been on Earth? Is he around in the 30s? Maybe, I maybe believe that's why they're there. so. I think he's been around for like thousands of years, hasn't he? I don't remember at all. But what's, um, his, what's his name? <laughs> Enoch. All right, let me look it up. Yeah. No idea. I don't. I don't even know how to spell it. E N O K is that E N O C H. It's a biblical name. Ah, okay. Not how I would have pronounced that. Like Enoch. Enoch. Uh, he was. Um, he left Chronica two. He left Chronica two thirty two thousand years ago. Um. So he's been on Earth for about thirty thousand years. Because he like two thousand years after that he w- went to Earth, so he's been on Earth. For, so he's he's around. <laughs> okay, all right, he's had some time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I feel like it's enough. Like like I said, for me, I'm pretty forgiving on that. It makes sense. However, what you said in season six, why the Shrike and the, I already forgot their name. The the chrono, Chronotons Chronotons. Chron- I don't know how Chronotons. To pronounce it. Chronicons, them. Uh, I I don't know what happened there. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, um, it'll all be fixed in season seven, or it won't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. 
All right. Before moving on, I just kind of want to say my thing about, um, you know, different dimensions and different timelines and all that. I, I really wish that, um, I really wish that that's not true. I, I really wish that they're all still within the same one universe. And the reason for that is because if they are, then that means that the you know agents of shield went to the future and then came back or, and then saw that earth was destroyed. And so when they went back in time and fixed all that, that means that they also made it possible for the Avengers to do what happens in Endgame. And save half the universe. Mm-hmm. So, without agents of Shield, the like Thanos would have definitely won. Instead, in this case, now it's like, well, I guess it depends on which dimension you're in. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I do like that too. Want to make them part of the overarching story? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be happy with anything as long as they end up in the appropriate timeline at the end of the series. <laughs> That's true. I I agree with you. As long as as long as that happens, as long as we have a sliver of a chance of seeing these characters and other things, mm-hmm. I'm all in. I'll take it. Speaking of slivers of chances of seeing things and other things, the former Netflix shows. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So yeah, and we've lost everyone in Netflix. They've According to the internet, they've auctioned off all the props and stuff. Um, Luke Cage, uh, Mike Coulter is on a new TV show. It's not looking good for the Netflix universe. No, no, it's not. Did you uh, look at the auction stuff of like the the stuff they were selling? I didn't. I saw the headlines, or I think I saw some tweets. I yeah. I did go one time, and I spent like an hour just scrolling through that site on my phone. It was that or go to sleep. So you know, okay. obviously, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I really considered a couple of items. I mean, there were small things, right? Like, um, but like every time there was something that I thought would be really cool to have, it was like a couple grand. Like, yeah, no, there's no way I can do that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really wanted one of those, um, one of the signs for uh, uh, for the Murdoch. Yeah, Nelson and Murdoch. I was trying to remember uh, Foggy's last name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just just like Shield, I do hope that in a couple years they will reappear. Those characters, and more importantly, the same actors, will reappear in future shows. But with a certain Blade announcement, it's looking unlikely. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's not the first time that someone in the MCU has played one character and then has shown up as a different character. Yeah, don't get me started on the Luke Cage Civil War stuff. (laughs) The noise of hell on me. (laughs) Are are you just talking about... uh, I already forgot the character's name and the actress's name. Alfie, Alfie, Alfie Woodard? The woman who is also um, like the main antagonist of um, season two of Cage? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, because she is a great actress, but you could. She, she was in a three-minute scene. Why did you do that? No, it's not okay. <laughs> not okay. <laughs> I can live with that. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, I'm already different. used to. Yeah, that's that's true. People do look similar, but you know, I'm also used to that from Doctor Who, right? It's it's that's a regular enough thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, um, slight tangent. There's this child, a eighth grader at my work, who looks dead on like John Bernthal, aka the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> like 
the eighth grader or wait, eight year old or eighth grader? Eighth grader. Eighth grader. Um, now he looks like him as how the Punisher looks now today in his, I'm assuming, forties, or <laughs> yeah, or like he'll grow up to be him. Well, um, no, he looks. He looks like he looks like how a John Bernthal looks now. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Oh his man, that's personality. Kid... He's he's like off the wall. He's got like ADHD and is always moving around and making weird sounds and stuff. But he looks exactly like John Bernthal. Man, that kid has led a crazy hard life. Was he like always partying every night? Jesus, Probably. he's got some, he's got some problems. Okay, which I feel bad now that I, I realized because I had that line teed up and wasn't paying attention to when you said you know he has ADHD and all that. So, all right, we'll just uh, cut that one out. But it's all right because you know I'm editing this episode. We'll see if I remember. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. You know, one of the things like I think you and I have both said at different times is it really sucks that they have kind of canceled the the Netflix shows when two of them ended in great spots where we really, really wanted to see the next season, even when we were both. Yeah, exactly. Even when we were both kind of on those series altogether, like the next season. Yeah, the first seasons of I mean. I liked certain, uh, the first half of Luke Cage, and I, I, you know, I'll get into it, and I've gotten into it in the past. I couldn't stand most of Iron Fist season one, but season two was super engaging of both shows. I think. I yeah. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to completely cut you off by saying yeah. <laughs> Go no, ahead. Like, oh, okay. I was gonna say I even like I liked uh, Bushmaster um, and. What's her name? Um, Typhoid Mary, uh, Alice Eve's character, as good good um, antagonists. Which the antagonists in the first two shows or first two seasons of both of those sucked. Yeah, no, I I agree completely. Um, and like, and I'm trying to remember, you know, a little bit more about the both of those uh those you know season ones and twos. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, we'll get to those at least uh, for our stuff, but. Uh, I mean, I just God, I just remember seeing the final episode of Iron Fist and thinking like, oh, oh, this is going places. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got a new Iron Fist who knows how to use the sword as the fist. And then we have iron guns. Yeah. And this like little buddy cop thing going on with Iron Fist and the other guy. I, Tony, I, I'm not sure if you've noticed but I can't remember anyone's names right now. Yeah, no. Um, OK, I can't remember <laughs> his name either. Um. Okay. Because those were like the worst parts of season one was that family, the antagonist family of Iron Fist. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then Luke Cage is him in charge of the criminal organization. That's amazing. Season three. Yeah, that could definitely go places. I would love to see that. Uh, and that also feels like it really opens the door to maybe other heroes joining in, and we seeing more. Like maybe. You know, maybe he calls in his lawyer buddy, uh, you know, Murdoch or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, talking about Murdoch and uh, Jessica Jones. Have you finished Jessica Jones season three? I have not. I'm only four episodes in. Well, I'll I'll, let, I'll just say both Jessica Jones season three and uh, Daredevil left in what could be decent endings of the show. Like you, you saw Daredevil season three. They could oh, go yeah, on. Yeah. It could go on, but it's also a really great completion of that story. 
Exactly. And I feel the same way. You haven't watched Jessica Jones, but I feel the same way about Jessica Jones. Okay. I kind of assumed that that's kind of where they were going because, like, the writing was already on the wall that it was probably the last season for Jessica Jones, at least by the time they were filming, right? So they, I'm sure they had enough time to edit it if they, you know, wanted to Mm -hmm. do something there. But, you know, at least, you know, two of the shows, the, the two best ones of the five, really four. Oh, yeah, that's right. Five. I forgot I mean, about the Punisher. Yeah. I mean, five, six, really five. Yeah, we should talk about the Punisher, too. Um, I have complicated feelings about the Punisher, especially um, not to get too into it, but my cousin had a real hard time with PTSD after getting out of the Marines. Um, so it's really hard for me to watch that show. I mean, we'll cover it and I'll try and make the best of it, but it's really hard to, for me to watch a show, which is why it takes me so long to watch either of those seasons. Uh, yeah, but if I remember correctly, I think Punisher ended kind of similar to Daredevil, where you can continue it. Like, he's the Punisher now, but it's also an okay stopping point. I'm not too sad that he's leaving. Yeah, exactly. And that's, uh, you know, I I think the Punisher is is one of those things where it does make a good comic, but it doesn't translate well at all to at least a TV show, um, mainly just because of because of cost. Some of the movies, though, I really enjoyed Punisher Warzone. That was yeah. good. Well, I mean, when we cover Punisher, I think we should invite my buddy Tyler. He loves that show. And I think instead of us being too down on it, maybe we should invite him on for that part of the and maybe just the beginning of him of Punisher, just to get another perspective instead of us being down on it the whole time. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Yeah. I'm down to to try different things. Yeah, yeah. Let's write this idea down in our list of other ideas that I, we've I never written down. I I don't have to write this down because um, he asks me every time how close we are to the Punisher. Every time I see him, and the podcast comes up. So, <laughs> <laughs> do do you tell him to just go onto our website mcurewind.com? And just click on the uh, upcoming releases button to see. No, I, I say we're in the middle of Jessica Jones season one. Will be a while. We're in the middle of De- it'll be a while. I don't want to calculate it either. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> I will just I will just send him the link to my phone. Um, a little bit of passive aggressiveness uh, for work, which relates to this. Um, I do IT at my work, and we have this like protocol of how to email me about an IT pro- problem. It's like coded, color-coded, green, yellow, red, and just like what piece of technology, all that stuff. If someone emails me the wrong way, I will still go to them, but I also have the handout that we used to give out in the front of the year with a copy of the correct way to do it and hand it to them first and then look at their computer. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'll start – whenever Tyler asks me where we are, I'll just text him a link to MCU Rewind and not answer. (laughs) Perfect. I, I mean it's there. I think, actually, as I pull it up right now. <laughs> yeah, it's there. Um, December 27th, 2021. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, in like a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I guess let's just wrap that up. Overall, with the Netflix stuff, how how did you, like, enjoy it? And what do you think about everything kind of ending as it did? Are you, like, in? Eh, are you, like sad or i don't know happy or whatever like i said i'm overall it's a net positive overall i feel like there were more good episodes than bad episodes across the entire netflix marvel partnership 
and I'm glad we got him, but I am sad. Uh, we talked about this a lot just a second ago. The way Luke Cage and Iron Fist ended. I wish we got season three of both of those. Or at a minimum, you know, like some kind of closing mini yeah. movie, you know, two, yeah, three a, episodes, something. A um, Heroes for Hire miniseries. Yeah, that'd be great. So my wife and I were talking a while ago, like something that would be great for Netflix to do, because they, they kind of do this a little bit, but I'm, I'm sure like the e- economies of it just doesn't work out, like contracts, and it'd be too expensive. But, you know, there's a ton of shows that get canceled in this kind of same regard. And, uh, you know, it'd be great if Netflix just said, yeah, we'll do a, a final season or a final couple of episodes, three or four, just to close out a story. I think they'd be great if that just kind of is how they end up going. But yeah, yeah. I mean, to bring it back to Star Wars, like I always do, they're doing that on Disney Plus with the Clone Wars. Remember, they canceled it, and then they're doing a season seven to wrap up the Clone Wars. I wouldn't be surprised if in like two or three years they'll wrap up the Defenders universe in a move, a Disney Plus movie or a miniseries, or just continue the shows. That's true. I guess we we don't know how adult Disney Plus is going to get because um, we'll I mean, some we'll of these Netflix things are. Per- yeah. Oh, OK. Well, then, in that case, I'll hold uh, on yeah, for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I've got something in mind, especially with one particular character they announced at D23. That's pretty okay. dark. And we'll I think that. I know who you're talking about. Yep. Miss Marvel. No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, then in that case, since we have that. Oh, and I guess since I asked you that question, my thoughts. Yeah, pretty much exactly like yours, Tony. I, I don't even know why both of us do this, this podcast. It's it really should just be us kind of flipping off. I'll do one week. You do the other. That's it. But then we'll both sound like crazy people. <laughs> we don't already. Yeah. But when you're crazy together, there's at least a population who thinks the same way as you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There is safety in numbers. <laughs> all right uh you ready to move on to our next thing that yeah, is um, something more cheerful i hope uh, so, yeah maybe um all right so let's talk about spider-man and oh. uh, it probably or him that that whole spider stuff probably leaving the mcu so we say probably because it, the contract can always change but as of right now we're recording this Disney and Sony aren't seeing eye to eye with uh, continuing that going. Mm-hmm. So, Tony, what do you think of this? I think, you know, so far, I've tried to say the optimists. Like, maybe they'll bring back the Defenders. Maybe uh, they'll show up in the right timeline. I'm thinking until they start... No, not even until they start. Until they release Spider-Man 3 there's still a chance that he'll come back in the MCU. I, I, I think that it's, it makes good business sense for both of them to keep Spider-Man in the MCU, especially since Homecoming or Far From Home is the highest grossing movie in Sony's history. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how much, what percentage of that money they got versus Disney, but I'm sure it's still more. Than it was it was five percent Disney, ninety five percent Sony. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the the problem, the quote-unquote breakdown is um, Disney's first offer, and this is how you negotiate. Disney's first offer, according to the trades, the podcast I listened to, was a 50-50 split. And then what? how you usually do it in business is then they'll come back with, like, no way a 40 or, like, 90-10 split, and they come to a happy medium. And just Sony just walked away at 50-50. So <laughs> they didn't even come back with a second offer. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm I'm with you on the Spider Man thing. Like uh, until they either you know release a Spider Man three, I don't even know if they're going to use Tom Holland. Maybe they'll reboot Spider Man again, and maybe they'll hire someone else. Maybe it'll be Miles Morales this time. I don't know. Uh, I but don't think I I I think they're going to keep Tom Holland. Okay, because he's under contract with Sony. Um, and I also, I mean, even if they do split up, as long as they keep the storyline, we just won't have any MCU crossovers. It could be like, yes, quote, it's technically in the MCU, even though we don't see any MCU things. It's just, just because they don't talk about Miss Marvel doesn't mean Miss Marvel's not there. That type of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. I mean, we, we just had to. We just had a whole conversation about this with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, I could live with that, too. But I mean, one of the things about Sony that's a little bit weird is, you know, they've they've been wanting to do all of this other Spider-Verse type of stuff for a long time. Right. They Mm -hmm. back when they were doing The Amazing Spider-Man, when they made number two, like they had this whole thing set up for a whole Sinister Six, like spinoff of characters. And they've been wanting to do that for a while. I think they have announced a Venom 2 or I, or they they really yeah. want to make a second. Okay. And Andy Serkis is directing it. Uh the guy who played Gollum and he's directed a few movies and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so I I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll see where that leads. Maybe they won't make it as much money and then they'll come back and, you know, and maybe Tom Holland'll be that. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. Then again, um I don't know if, if uh, we talked about this, but last year when Venom came out, um, I mean, if I remember correctly, it came out at like the beginning of October. So only three months left in that year. And it was still like the number four highest grossing movie of the year. Yeah, it made like 850 million or something, something like that. I don't think it broke a billion, but it was really high. I'm also morbidly curious to see how they would fit a 16 year old Spider-Man versus Tom um Tom Hardy's Venom. I'm kind of curious cuz you know they'll do that crossover if they keep uh, Spider-Man out of the MCU. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, that's that's definitely something they'll they'll try to do. Um well, I don't know, could be a couple of years. Maybe maybe he's 17 by then or 18. Yeah. Then again, with uh the uh, closing cuts or the uh, after credit scene where they basically uh, make Spider-Man a villain at the end of far from home. Then, I mean, maybe they already have that whole thing uh, set up. Yeah. Like, like I the mean, next movie, can... the plot and all that. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that whole story without a, another MCU character. I mean, we want more MCU characters, but you don't have to have them. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't really know where to go next. I mean, I guess the next thing is Disney Plus and just talking about that as a whole thing. 
Do we want to talk about uh, the Hulu shows and Cloak and Dagger? Yeah, let's let's do that. So, yeah. um, Tony, have you still not seen season two of Cloak and Dagger? No, I have not finished it. I think I'm on episode four or five. I have okay. All right. Um, yeah. So we can't really talk about the future that much, except for they announced that they're going to have a crossover in with Runaways. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. And I have still have not finished season two of the Runaways, so I guess we can't go too far there. Um, <laughs> uh, are both of those shows getting a season three? Do you know? Well, I mean, I guess that, if it's a crossover or is that a... Yeah. They've announced season three of Runaways uh, premieres uh, December 13th, 2019. They oh, have not that's a- soon. Yeah, they have not announced Cloak and Dagger, but I'm I'm just assuming if they're cross o- crossing over, they're the season three is coming. <laughs> okay, all right, that's fair. I I really enjoy Cloak and Dagger. Like I was not sure what to expect. I know it's on Freeform, which my wife loves because like she loves the the trashy TV type of stuff that's on there, like teenage drama. And I really don't care for that stuff at all. But I was surprised how much I like that, and I was also surprised how much I didn't like the runaways. Cause I feel like it's basically that same thing. Yeah. I, I like them both. Um, I've told you, I, I love the runaways comics season two, especially towards the end of season two gets really good with some really like firm connections to a certain MCU movie, which makes me very happy. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So I, I will definitely be watching runaways. I just, like right after I'm done with Jessica Jones season three, that's that's mm-hmm. next on my list. Yeah, I need to just watch Cloak and Dagger. I, like I really got into the first couple of episodes, and then I just no, I went back to work because kids showed up at work today for some reasons. Like I work at a school or something. It's just I haven't had time, so I mean, I'll I'll get to it. I mean, it's also the fact that once I finish it, like I'm done with the MCU until well, season three of Runaways happens in December. But it's like we're we're going to go through our MCU drought that we usually have towards the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we don't have any more movies that for the rest of this year, which is a little weird, right? We're we're not used to not having one this mm-hmm. half of the year. Yeah, well, they didn't have one in November of last year because they went um, their three movies was Black Panther. Infinity War and in May or April, and then um, Ant Man and the Wasp was in July. That's true. Same, yeah, you're right. Same thing they did this year: Captain Marvel, End Game, and Spider Man in, in July. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, also coming to Hulu is Ghost Rider and Hellstrom. Ghost Rider uh, is the spinoff of Agents of Shield. Same actor and everything is going to be playing Ghost Rider. All right, I'm still a little annoyed that Ghost Rider isn't on a motorcycle, but okay, I'll I'll take it. Still works for me. Well, I liked him. Remember, there is another Ghost Rider who was on a motorcycle. Who I imagine they never showed his face. Definitely Nick Cage. <laughs> oh God, I hope so, dude. This Halloween we've got cover Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll do our first Halloween special. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. God, that'll be that'll be a tough one. Talk about movies that are. Tough to get through. Mm-hmm. I, I have. I own the first one. I do not think I've watched it since I bought it on DVD. Like right <laughs> after it came out. 
What was that, like 2007? Yeah, I think so, yeah. All right, 12 years. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> See, with fresh eyes, I'm sure it holds up. Yeah. And then, I know next to nothing about Hellstrom. I know he's the son of Satan. And that's what I know. <laughs> and I was about to say exactly the same thing. Um, trying to remember a few things. Like, I know I've s- seen him in some comics... And I think he was in Secret Warriors or a Making Stuff Up. Yeah, um, I don't even know. I think, but I've that's never it. read that's Secret all Warriors. I, I can't I I can't think of him ever appearing in a comic I've read. He may have. He might have been ba- minor character or background or something, but it didn't stick in my mind. Yeah. Right. So so we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm a little iffy, to be honest. It's mainly just iffy on the Hulu stuff, because mm-hmm. I, I I mean, I don't know how this stuff works when you have different studios doing things. Um, you know, and I said I, I was eh, not impressed with the runaways. So right there, my one MCU show on Hulu is kind of not off to a great start. But I mean, I, I did like um, Robbie in, uh, you know, as Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And um, I don't know, I'll keep an open mind for for Hellstrom. We'll see where that goes. So both of those are 2020, so sometime next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. It's pretty inconclusive in that. All right. Do you want to do Disney Plus and then um, the movies? Yeah. You know, I guess just one last thing. Um, yeah. Just Hulu in general. Um, it's I'm, I'm, I don't understand. the. Di- I mean, it'll be some time until we kind of figure it out, I guess. But it's a little weird that Hulu is getting some TV shows and then Disney plus is getting their own set of TV shows, even though Disney owns them both. And yes, but they're different production companies under Disney. It's, they're as different as Marvel is to Lucasfilm because um, the Disney plus sh- miniseries shows that we're getting are all from Marvel studios. The agents, the shield, all of, um, all of the Defender shows, everything from Hulu and Cloak and Dagger, are all di- uh, Marvel Entertainment, which is a different production company. Okay, so it's basically different shell companies kind of doing their their own thing, separate from each other. They completely different hierarchies and all that stuff, and yeah, it's, probably it's don't also, even talk to each other at all. It's all yeah. It's also well known that Ike Perlmutter, who pretty much leads Marvel Entertainment, and Kevin Feige hate each other. <laughs> okay, and Kevin Feige is head of Mar. Um, and uh, I already forgot the name of it. Mar- Marvel Basically. Studios, the movie, okay. the movie division. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Unfortunately, I guess that's that's probably a big uh, reason why those are separate. But uh, mm-hmm. oh well. Yeah, let's let's move on and talk about the Disney Plus. So I just want to kind of wanted to bring out the Disney Plus Hulu thing because it's I mean, it's still weird, like just seeing that. Right. Like in my mind, one company should be one company, no matter how super huge they are. But yeah, no, that's I, a whole other I agree. Thing. I agree. That's that's one of the few things Lucasfilm does better. It's like if you watch uh, Star Wars Rebels, there are legit crossovers between the movies and Rebels like uh, the guy who plays Saw Gerrera, um, what's his name? Forrest Whitaker oh. plays <laughs> Saw Gerrera in both, and there you see the robot from um, from Rebels 
live action in Rogue One. Like, just in the background. But, hell, that's enough for me. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Again, that's perfect. I said it before. Yeah. If Fitz and Simmons was in the background of the Helicarrier scene in Age of Ultron, I would be the happiest person ever. <laughs> and that's all it takes, just that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And Sagarera is going to be in uh, the new Star Wars game that's coming out exactly. in November. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, so its name I forgot already. A Fallen Order? Jedi Fallen yeah. Order? That sounds about yeah. right. First game I've reserved since Kingdom Hearts 2. Ooh. Yeah. I just, I mean, I pre-order them, but I just do the digital download. Yeah, I never, I never pre-order them. You know, I, I mean, you, I've talked about this. I like things. I like having my DVDs and movie, and video games displayed like trophies that I've completed or watched these. And I move every one or two years. You do. So I've been in the same place for six years. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's fair. It is a it is a bitch moving all this stuff. <laughs> yes. When I moved across the country, we got rid of so much crap, yeah. and then we lived in that apartment complex for a year and moved. And somehow we still got rid of a ton of crap. <laughs> so uh, we'll see what happens the next time we move within the next few months. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, anyway, right. so Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll just go in chronological order as far as we know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we'll mix in the, the movies and TV shows from what they've announced. Right? Oh, or... oh okay. Yeah. I was just going oh. to go through all Disney Plus and then then the movies. Oh, wait. So, oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, you know, in in my mind, because when they announced the the TV shows and the movies, like they like because the TV shows are all Disney Plus. It's um, no, let's let's do what you were saying, Disney Plus, the TV shows, and we'll ignore my stupid uh, brain fart there. Of forgetting that the movies are going to be in theaters and not directly on Disney Plus. True that. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Late yes. 2020. Is this is this your number one? You're most excited for? Oh yes, yeah. I'm I'm most excited for this this TV show at least on Disney Plus. I'm still debating if I'm more excited about some other movies. So they're they're also pretty high up there. But definitely as far as the TV shows, yeah, this one I can't wait for. All right. What what makes you so excited about this show? I just like the two characters, and when you saw how they interacted together in Civil War, it's kind of that I hate you so much. And I think that was even one of the lines that um, <laughs> that Falcon said to uh, to uh, when, they get, Winter when they get webbed by Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I'm just expecting that to be good. Also. You know, it's been, I don't know how many years, eight years now, and I kind of want to see the Winter Soldier do something useful. Yeah. Well, he cut his hair for the first time since 1944, so that's a big deal. Okay, well, that's something. <laughs> Did you see the poster? Uh, I didn't, no. I mean, well, I might they, have, but I don't I don't think so. They uh, This week in D23, they released the poster for uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Okay, so... I really need to get better about my nerdness because I try very hard to avoid like seeing the trailers to things sometimes or seeing, you know, the the poster the second that they announce it. But I know that as soon as 
you know, it's a month out. I'm going to have seen everything at that point. So I really need to just get over myself and, and look yeah. into these things more. I think I'll just, when they announce something, I'll just, I, only official announcements, no spoilers. I'll just text it to you. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, like, I didn't even know about the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. trailer. I didn't even know that that came out at all. But, of course, this morning I saw that there was the new Star Wars trailer. I'm like, well, okay, I guess I have to watch this. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I'm, I'm more Wanda like... Oh. I'm more like the bad guys from Indiana Jones. Just like I can't look away from that bright, beautiful light. And then sometimes it burns my face. But, you know, I get over it. WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so did they announce anything for WandaVision at D20? Uh, yeah, the cast is like they're pulling random people from the MCU. Um, well, <laughs> pretty much two of the most random, three random characters from the MCU. Adult... Uh, is it Monica Rambeau? The the little girl from um, Captain Marvel. The adult version is going to be in it. They announced that at Comic-Con. Okay. And also, the um, Jimmy Woo, the FBI agent who watched, um, watched Ant-Man when he was under house arrest in Ant-Man and the Wasp. He's in it. Oh, okay. And, and Darcy, Kat Dennings, character from Thor. She's in it. Oh, well, now I'm super I'm, excited for this show. I'm super pumped for this show. This is my number one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and now, I'm not a fan of Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I loved uh, Jimmy Woo. I can't remember the actor, but that, that character who was like obsessed with sleight of hand magic and random stuff like that. And then oh, yeah. we just, and we're on record. We love Darcy. She's like the best character in the first two Marvel movies. Yeah, or first two Thor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. first two Thor movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I I completely agree. Um. So, did they say anything? I mean, I'm I'm assuming Vision is in it. Like, oh yeah, Vision's uh, in it, and um, Scarlet Witch. So I have to ask about this, and this is kind of one of my things of about like some of these things, and we'll we'll talk about this again with with Black Widow too. But um, is this something that happens? future or is this like before infinity war like did they announce anything along the way? um i'm just wondering timeline what it seems to be is it's a um wanda's kind of break from reality um here let me i'm gonna send you a link real quick okay and then we'll edit out any in, in intermediary stuff again yeah yeah we wait for this it's in, it's in the chat all right cool so oh by the way got it here andy park because this is his tweet that i'm sending you is the name of jimmy Woo's um actor okay this is the official poster okay got it so it's okay. like her having like the perfect 1950s style life got it so if we were to relate this to the comics, there was that point where she kind of did have that break. And yeah, I think um, House they of had them. a kid. Yeah. Yeah, they had twins. They had two kids, a speedster and a witch, uh, witchy person. Um, oh, like her and her brother. Exactly. Okay. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's uh, what they're selling it as is a cop uh, cross between that the incident, I think, incident of House of M, and um, and the new the most recent Vision run where he has like this family of robots. Apparently, I never read it, but I hear it's really good. Good run. Okay. So I, I kind of wonder if they're going to do an opposite thing, because at the end of House of M, that's where she just goes and says, no more mutants. And then all of a sudden, there's only like 20 mutants in the world instead of there being a 101 there or 98. There were 98 mutants. I remember. Yeah, exactly. Whatever the number was. So I kind of wonder if, if this is how they're going to introduce the mutants. They'll do the opposite and they'll say tons of mutants. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. They do say it connects to the next Doctor Strange. Which we'll talk about in a little bit, but like it leads directly into Doctor Strange. Okay, well that'll be awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, want to talk about the next thing then? The next uh, chronological TV show on Disney Plus? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't know which one's coming out first, but Loki is also early 2021. They just say for WandaVision and Loki, it says early 2021. Gotcha. I just went off of the order that you wrote it down. So it's eh, all oh, good. Well. <laughs> I put the one I was more excited about. Um, that's fair we we don't know a lot about loki we know tom hiddleston's in it we know it's time travel somehow it bugs me how do time travel how do we know that because they've said they've said like an initial thing he like he goes messes with stuff in history i don't know if it's regular world history or if it's marvel history okay I'll be fine if it's Marvel history because it's covering the time like from 2012 to now and he's screwing with stuff, but we'll see. Okay. I'm, I'm hesitant. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I expect good stuff from Tom Hiddleston. He's a good actor. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's in good stuff. Everything I've seen him in for the most part, I've enjoyed, but I don't know. I, it, you, you heard me complain when we did our recap of uh end game, right? Or, our quick recap of it right after it came out with the uh if this is how he comes back to life kind of thing then i because eh, oh it is it is that version of loki uh five you have said it yep all right then i i uh all yeah. right i'm gonna need some time i'll make a drink well, you've, we'll, you've we'll got it, you've got until early 2021 i'll have a few drinks between now and then um (laughs) uh, and this is why i hate time travel so much because that movie establishes that there's only so many timelines but then it kind of says that there's only one and then they they establish all these rules and they break them immediately within their own movie and then off splinter all these i mean they're not they're not breaking the timelines they're not breaking their own rules their own rules is when something changes it makes a new timeline and they are making a new timeline. If this Loki is in a completely separate timeline from the MCU we're used to, I'm cool with it. That works for me. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they are. I think they are. I think they are. And part of Dr. Strange will be messing with the timelines and maybe they'll bring that Loki into Thor, but all his adventures of this show of the Loki TV show will be in his own separate timeline. Okay. If if they do that, I'm in. Yeah. But I am going to assume the worst until I see it. <laughs> okay. Fair. 
<laughs> Just because that's my assumption of everything time travel. Everyone always breaks their own rules. Even Endgame did it in that same movie. No, I, uh, I'm not sure they did. I think we may have discussed this, but I can't remember. All right, I'm I'm trying to remember what it was that they did, and I I remember it being feeling pretty obvious, but it was. Uh, eh. Oh well. Maybe I'll I'll think were, about it. Maybe I'll text were you. We're confused about Nebula killing herself, but yeah, that doesn't no. make sense. All right. Well, if you remember it, we'll talk about it in a couple of years when we cover Endgame. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I'll write it down. <laughs> All right, we're running low on time. Let's kind of start rushing through things a little All right, bit. All uh, right. What if? What um, if what? What if they have a show that's what if a bunch of random things happen? Um, oh, I'd watch that. Yeah, well, good for you. Mid twenty twenty one. Apparently, it's going to be twenty three episodes, one episode for every movie in uh, the Infinity Saga. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So I mean, that'll be interesting. And that's going to be an animated show, right? Mm hmm. Yes, but with okay. all the original actors. Oh, cool. Yeah. Haley Atwell's back. Um, I think it's Killmonger if he got picked up by aliens and he's Star-Lord and a bunch of stuff like that. <laughs> oh, these are going to be fun. All right. All right. Uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's one I'm iffy about because I guess it's like, hey, I don't know if it happens during the snap or after the snap and he's just too damaged to go back with his family. But it's definitely going to be him and Kate Bishop, who was the female Hawkeye that he's training in the Matt Fraction comics, because they use like the same logo and stuff. Okay, I am interested. I guess we'll see. I'm I'm a little curious how much is a uh, um, Clint Barton in it. Like I, I kind of wonder, like is he going to be the main, or is this going to be like following? Um, mainly following uh the kate other bishop. character whose name i already forgot kate bishop yeah um <laughs> god i'm horrible with names today um yeah so i i'd be interested you know i'm going into that with an open mind but uh yeah yeah I, i'm excited i uh, um as much as the short shift clint has gotten in this series i mm-hmm. from age of ultron on he's like he's one of my maybe my top 10 characters just like his personality is great in the show, in the, in the movies, and he's grown on me through Ultron, then Civil War, then Endgame. I've liked his character's growth, so I'm excited That's, to see. I, yeah, that that is true. I just, uh, um, it's it's just a little weird to me for some reason. I don't know why I feel this way, but I, I feel like, like it's, it's a little weird. Hawkeye getting his own thing separate from like all the Avengers stuff. Like I kind of feel like he, in my mind, he would have just retired. And that's why I'm kind of wondering, Oh, maybe, you know, Clint Barton has a small role as, and it's mostly just Kate Bishop kind of learning and being a protege kind of thing. Yeah. We'll see. Well, they haven't, other than Jeremy Renner, they haven't announced any cast. So we'll okay. see what happens. Sounds and good then- to me. Yeah, D23, they announced three new shows, haven't re- no release dates, no anything else. And we'll just run through them real quick. Is Miss Marvel, Moonlight, and She-Hulk. Which and I'm excited. Go ahead. 
oh yeah i'm i'm super excited too uh and then this i'm assuming is the uh where earlier when we were talking about you know how adult are they going to get with shows because when you bring she hulk in yeah, you no. have She-Hulk, I don't know. But Moon Knight, that's the one I'm sure you, you meant, yeah. right? Yeah, Moon Knight is uh, ex-Marine with multiple personality disorders who does... He's like their version of Batman. It's it's a pretty dark. He's like a... He's... I, I don't know too much about it. I think he's like possessed by a Egyptian curse or an Egyptian god or something like that. Uh, yeah, the Egyptian god Khonshu. So I really like Moon Knight. Oh, okay. But yeah, you talk about the thing. Okay, yeah. So the the thing about the Moon Knight comics was, it's it was one of those weird ones where, like to me at least, it he had to be done well. Like as far as the the comic, like there were some times where I was you know in from page one, like I loved it, and then there were other times where I was you know six months in just waiting for some payoff, and then three months later the the story finished. I was like oh. All right. Well, that was that was nine months of of a story. Okay, so you know we'll we'll see kind of where that goes. But um, yeah, I mean the the different personalities. I forget the names of them, but like the three main ones, you've got the the rich guy, you've got the um, well, basically himself, kind of the the Mark Specter, the the you know former Marine or um, Special Forces guy. I forget what he was, uh, and then you've got the um, I think it was like a taxi driver type of personality, that kind of thing. Um, and so, yeah, and then he has, you know, his support people, the, the you know, the friends, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, basically the closest thing you, Marvel has to Batman, just like you said. But uh, I'm I'm very excited. I've kind of been hoping for this for a while. So we'll see what happens. Also, there are werewolves. So we'll see if oh, werewolves okay. make it into this. Yeah. I never quite figured out why werewolves. I mean, he's the moon knight. So maybe it's just because when the moon comes out, werewolves show up. Um, but, you know, that when I started reading his stuff, the moon knight stuff, werewolves are already a big thing. So mm-hmm. oh, we'll see what happens. Um, there's a Twitter I follow, which is out of context comic panels, right? Where they'll uh-huh. just have one random comic panel. And it's moonlight coming down the stairs and the bubble goes, where are you, Dracula, you bitch? I need my money. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> so I'm hoping for that scene. <laughs> That's the only context of Moon Knight that I have, <laughs> other than like skimming Wikipedia and stuff like that. Well, I'm pulling out my phone right now and searching for that account. Um, we've also got Miss Marvel. I'm excited for. I like I like her stuff. A um, especially a Muslim uh character, but she like. I think I like the younger characters, you know, Miles Morales, the Runaways, Miss Marvel, just because they're so damn enthusiastic to be heroes. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, that's true, but I have a limit on that. Like, that's my, like, they're, they're, I can only do so much. Then again, I really liked Far From Home uh, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And Hopefully that was, more of that. yeah, exactly. We'll see. Yeah. And or they maybe also it'll said be- that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, or maybe it'll be another 10 years until we see Tom Holland as Spider-Man again. And maybe at that point, you know, he'll be a a grizzled old guy in his 30s who's um, (laughs) just angry at the world for what life dealt him as far as being Spider-Man. Which is nowhere near the Spider-Man of the comics, but I don't know. We'll see. 
and then he'll die and or no and then he'll fall into uh, uh some horrible. sort of other dimension and he'll train uh miles morales hey we get always up you know i'm really hoping one of the benefits if he, he goes back to sony we can have a uh a spider-verse with tom holland and toby mcguire i think that'd be great tom holland toby I would McGuire, and uh, andrew garfield <laughs> that would be great i i would like to see that <laughs> Um, they also said that uh, Miss Marvel is going to be introduced in her show before they actually bring her into the movies. So that's interesting. Oh, so there's that. That is interesting. So there's a plan to either have her as a another character in movies or give her her own movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, OK. I mean, I would expect her to show up in Captain Marvel, too. She is Miss Marvel, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we're over an hour in and we're getting to the movies, the big stuff. Yeah, the episodes of our stuff that people download more often. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The reason you showed up. Let's just keep talking like this and never get to actually talking about them. No. May 1st, 2020. What? I said like the rest of this episode. Pretty much. May 1st, 2020. (laughs) Black Widow finally has her own movie after literally... 10 years since she's been introduced to the MCU. <laughs> yeah, which I'm excited for. But it's I, I, I mean, I, it's not really a prequel, but you know what I mean. It's a midquel. It takes yeah. place after Civil War, but before Infinity War. Which means that, you know, anytime she's in a tight situation, she lives. But to be fair, except for Infinity War and Endgame, don't you expect that anyway? And Quicksilver, apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's mean, everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that um, true. yeah. And then we've got we've got a pretty good cast. We've got Rachel Wise. We've got uh, Florence Pugh, and we've got uh, David Harbour, who I'm most excited about. Who's his big thing is Stranger Things. Oh, is he the the cop guy? Yeah. Yeah. The... Oh, okay. All right. I don't watch that show, so I don't really know. But okay, that's good to know. <laughs> you also played Hellboy recently in that terrible Hellboy movie. Oh, you know, I meant to watch that. Yeah, so did I, and so did probably thousands of other people, but they, no one did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, did you not see it? No, I did not see it. Oh, wow. I, I just expected you to have seen it. Okay. I know. this is That's how bad the movie was. <laughs> I didn't oh. even bother... <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Of the next slate of movies, Black Widow is probably my lowest. Um, I'm going to see it. I'm probably going to enjoy it, but uh, it's not. It's not what I'm pumped for. Because it's a, it's a prequel, midquel. Uh, no. It's. Just, I feel like we've seen Black Widow. I won't like everything else pulls out something new into the MCU, except for maybe Black Panther two, which we'll get to. Okay. Alright. Um The Eternals, which is November sixth, twenty twenty, is something I have no idea what to expect. I I'll probably read the Eternals uh miniseries that Neil Gaiman wrote a few years ago to get ready, but I know nothing about these people. So the last time that happened to me, 
uh-huh. for one of these uh, MCU movies was Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, hey, it worked out, right? And, yeah, exactly. It worked out amazingly well. So unfortunately, that means I have super high hopes for the Eternals. We'll see. <laughs> hey, they've got an incredible cast. Yeah, I keep seeing everyone that uh, keeps getting added to this. So I'm thinking, yeah, this is going to be really good. And they also, um, they, did you hear the new casting? They added one more person, uh, D23? Yeah, Kit Harrington, right? Yeah. So Kit Harrington and Rob Stark are playing brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Kit Harrington oh. is playing, uh, I, I think they're brothers, but he's playing um, Black Knight, who's this British superhero. Okay. So he's typecast, I see. Basically playing the same character he played in Game of Thrones. Okay. Pretty much. But you know what? He deserves... I, that's. I'm always worried when someone ends a big show like Game of Thrones that they'll never get something as big as that again. So I'm I'm hoping, you know, it's a Marvel movie. He'll get some attention after that. That's that's true. He's definitely, uh, definitely uh, going upwards there. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'll make some real money now. Right? I know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have much to say about the Eternals, because I don't know anything about them. Yeah, same. I mean, it's only... They're they're only doing two MCU movies next year, so um, I don't know if that means anything, really. It's probably just because of how fit we are with Phase 3 ending and all that stuff. So, only two. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know... uh, Marvel uh Disney hasn't made a bad uh MCU movie yet. That's true. Keep saying that. It's going to suck That's when true. it happens. That is true. It will. But so far, we've gone 11 years and True. All right. So so far pretty good. So, yeah. cool. All right. Um next one is uh Shang-Chi and the Legend of the 10 Rings. Don't know much about Shang-Chi. <laughs> Uh, same here. I was going to say the same thing. So that's a, a February movie. Yeah. I I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I looked up a little. I mean, same with the Eternals. I, you know, I did a little bit of looking online just to see, like, mainly out of curiosity. Have I read anything or seen this character in any other comics that I've read? And um, don't really remember, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm kind of with you. But hey, you know what? It's really different from the other stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking for like I'm I'm liking the the variety that we're getting here, like the diversity of the different types of characters and stuff. So I'm I'm excited for that. Um, I'm, one thing I'm also excited about this is the real Mandarin is going to be in this. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Um, now I'm super excited. Yeah, Shang Chi's father, not in the comics. Um, in the comics, his father was Fu Manchu, a very racist caricature of. Mm-hmm. Um, Chinese people, but in the movie they're making the real Mandarin, the um, his father and the villain. So I'm excited to see the real Mandarin in this. Okay. I'm also, I'm also hoping the post credit scene is Danny Rand, the same actor from Iron Fist. Just saying, probably not going to happen, but it's past the limit of where they could put the characters in the movies. And then Shang-Chi 2 is a team-up. Ah, that would be great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness! Uh, Uh, May 2nd, uh, 2021. This is my number one pick for Phase 2. Or Phase... Whoa, Phase 2. Phase (laughs) 4. 
My number one pick for phase two was Winter Soldier. (laughs) 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 Yeah, um, I am so pumped for this because through, especially Infinity War, through Infinity War, um, Doctor Strange became really high on my list of heroes. And Wanda, who is another one of my favorites, is going to be in this with him. So I'm really pumped for this show. Okay. I I mean, the little bit that I know, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It does kind of get the coveted May release date mm-hmm. of the MCU movies. And I always feel like that's when they 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 put their, their number one in May. And, um, you know, next year in 2020, that's when Black Widow's coming out. So that's kind of why I'm thinking all right that's going to be super amazing but i'm i'm really holding judgment uh because it's a prequel and then dr strange also in may like all right that's probably going to be really good um so the little bit that i've heard about this it's a it's kind of like a horror type of movie (laughs) right or maybe not horror that i don't know if that's the right phrase but uh, well he said the closest thing uh scott derrickson said the closest thing you could get to horror so it's like you can do a good pg-13 horror there, there are some out there. Oh yeah, Scott Derrickson's a good horror director. So, yeah, I mean, the best horror movie I've ever seen, I think, was PG thirteen. I have to look it up, but Cabin in the Woods was amazing. I, I don't watch a lot of horror R. movies. I think oh. it was rated R. Although well, Cabin, I do love Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, they also said that WandaVision leads directly into Doctor Strange in the multiverse, multiverse of madness. Or Doctor Strange 2. Or, or, or Doctor Strange in the Mom. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, let's see how, how crazier we can get these names by the time that movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Ah, Doctor Strange in the House of M. Mmm. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Is a multiverse. Alright. Followed by Thor, Love and Thunder. Great title. Great title. Uh-huh. Also, Jane Foster is worthy, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I'm this is probably my number one right now mm-hmm. of all of these, only because I loved Thor Ragnarok so much that like, I mean, that that was just one of my favorites. Like, I mean, for the same reason, I'm sure everyone else loved that movie, right? It was just Thor going around knowing that he doesn't really have to care that much because he's that much of a badass and he's just kind of still having a good time doing stuff, even though that whole movie was, you know, about losing his dad and, um, you know, losing his whole home planet area and stuff but you know even with that all that, it was still such a fun movie and they're getting the same director to do it and that was the whole thing that brought chris hemsworth back in to do this movie so for that reason i'm like okay like you, you've already got me i'm in yeah um also bringing natalie portman back which a lot of people thought would never happen we were shocked to see her in a two-second scene in endgame yeah but now exactly. she's like one of the main protagonists and she's excited to come back from I know. what could tell. Or she's contractually contractually obligated to be excited to come back. Either way, she's back. I think she's excited to come back. Because I really... I don't think they would have forced her back if she really, really, really didn't want to in such a big role. Oh, no. no um, 
I, I agree. What I mean is she's already signed the contract, so it doesn't matter what she cares now. She's to, <laughs> she has to be excited publicly about being in the movie. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, we've got, which I don't think is technically part of Phase 4, because it was on the big board, but they announced that D23, May 6, 2022, is Black Panther 2. That's yeah, there were we a know. couple of... <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of things that were a little weird as far as Phase 4 that they they said, but didn't give dates or anything. So, yeah, I'm excited for Black Panther 2. Like, I was... I was surprised how much I liked number one too. Like that was, I, I think Tony, you and I were sitting together when we went to go see uh, Thor Ragnarok together and we saw the trailer for uh black Panther one. And I think it was you who turned and said, well, now I want to see that movie instead. Um, and I was with you in that. Well, but, yeah. Uh, well, we didn't know what to expect from Ragnarok, honestly, because the first two Thor movies weren't as spectacular, but that's yeah, that's true. Uh, no, I mean, Black Panther, the first comic book movie to be nominated for an Oscar, or for Best Picture Oscar, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got big shoes to fill. It's been, you know, it's, it'll probably be good. It'll probably be all right. Same director, yeah. and same Black Panther. <laughs> probably Shuri in there. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but, the, I just, yeah. Uh, yeah, whenever you watch that movie, you like I can't believe how amazing that cast is, just in general. Oh yeah. Um, I mean I, I forget the names of so many of the other of the other people too, like even the supporting cast too, right? Um mm-hmm. uh I mean ah, crap, you already said his name earlier too. That played uh, Saw Guerrera, he was in it. Yeah, um, Forrest Whitaker. Um mm-hmm. uh we're we're terrible, aren't we? Yeah, um, we are. <laughs> The guy from Us, or from Get Out, the other guy from Get Out. <laughs> um, you know, I haven't seen either of those movies. I really want to, but yeah, I saw. I love Get Out. I have not seen Us. Um, that might be too scary for me, honestly. It was just watching the trailer creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to see Us because Get Out was already like the ending was ruined for me. So in my mind, it's not worth seeing. But Us hasn't been ruined for me. So I. I kind of want to go see that i might i might get it closer to halloween now so we'll see how that goes yeah but, yeah and also without a release date we have an announcement of mahershala ali mahershala ali as blade wait that's gonna be a movie yeah that's a movie oh i thought that was gonna be a tv show i'm pretty i'm pretty sure it was a movie no i i believe you i just assumed tv show and i don't know why but okay sweet it's even better. <laughs> yeah, which, depending when it comes out in relation to Moon Knight, we could have vampires and werewolves. Even better. <laughs> and that that frame of uh, um of Moon Knight saying, bitch, Dracula bitch, where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> we might actually get that. If Moon Knight is in, in there, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, so out of all the projects, let's just wrap this up with, by saying this. Out of all the projects, what's the, and if you can go tomorrow and see one of these projects, which one would you choose? Season 7, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Really? Out yes. Of all of them? 
Wow. Uh, yes. <laughs> that is my favorite TV show. Even watching season six, like, you, okay, as as it was coming out, Tony, you and I would talk a little bit, and we were both, like, I don't want to say disappointed, but, you know, we have such high hopes of that show already because of, like, the other seasons, and it it didn't feel like the same caliber, but, you know, I would watch other TV shows, and then when I watched just one episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, that week, it would be, like, easily hands down even if it was not as good of an episode uh it was still like in my mind leagues ahead of all the other crap that i was watching which to be fair a lot of that other stuff i watched was crap so that there's that but um yeah of all of these things i would say it's hands down season seven agents of shield just because it's it is my favorite tv show and i'm all in now number two probably thor love and thunder okay yeah, I mean, as much as I'm excited for Shield, I wouldn't would not put that in my top. <laughs> I say okay. my my number one might is actually WandaVision because I have no idea what to expect, but I know I love the characters. Unlike the Eternals, where I don't know what to expect and I don't know the characters, I know I love uh, Wanda, and I know I love Darcy, and I <laughs> like um, Jimmy Woo. <laughs> I'm just like I'm very excited for this cast once they announced it. <laughs> all right yeah i mean that's a great reason like i i keep forgetting about everyone else in that show like you, you 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 said it earlier and then you you know reminded me right there like oh yeah now i really want to see that too uh but i'm gonna stick with my answer too but yeah uh-huh so longest episode in a while you ready to wrap it up or is there anything else yeah, um, so I just kind of one last thing, I mean, pretty much in line with that that last question that you asked. Um, how do you feel like where the MCU is heading? Just kind of like a closing thought with, with what we've had so far. Now this is like expanding in a sense, right? Like before it was really heavily focused on movies. Now we're getting movies and more TV shows, right? The, the Disney Plus stuff is definitely probably, like my assumption is it's going to be higher caliber than kind of some of the stuff they've done with some of those TV shows because, you know, it's internal Marvel, that kind of stuff, um, instead of, you know, the separate Marvel Entertainment. Um, what what do you think? I I feel really good and trepidatious about it. I feel good. I mean, they're both for the same reason. Um, we know... Now, looking back, that everything was leading to Endgame. It has a huge overarching story. You can watch 23 movies and you get a complete story of the MCU. Right where we are right here in Phase 4, we know, you know, they might be heading towards something, but we have no idea what it is. And it's a little scary because you don't know the quality of it, but it's also really exciting. So, overall, I'm... I'm excited because it's completely unknown. <laughs> All right. I'm, I mean, I'm in the same boat. Like, you know, so far, like in my mind, MCU means quality, not a hundred percent. Some of those TV shows were, eh, you know, we had, uh, we had the very failed, um, inhumans TV season, uh, that will never get a sequel is I assume. Uh, and you know, and then some of the, the Netflix stuff. And so, I'm I'm a little worried that we're going to get more of that because now it's it feels like it might become a numbers game. But just like you said, 
no idea. We'll see what happens. Um, but at the same time, hey, because there's more stuff, more experiments, um, if something fails, now maybe it's a little bit easier for a character that is liked to just kind of join another show and just mm-hmm. kind of be a different thing. And um, I would love to see that as like a regular thing. Like, hey, what if, what if, let's say, the Loki TV show fails? And maybe there's a character from there that's like a, re- a series regular that everyone loves. And this person just shows up in something else. You know, maybe they show up in Thor Love and Thunder or um, just, you know, just any- throw them into WandaVision. Every other char- minor character in there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, everyone else that's loved in the MCU is basically in that show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's uh, that's it for me. So I guess with that, I'm I'm good to close it out. All right. So this was the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for the future. Oh. Please join us next week when we'll be covering Jessica Jones episode 10, 10 a, a.k.a. 10,000 Cuts. And remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and give us a five-star rating on wherever you're listening to this. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Mm-hmm.